This week on the podcast, talking about Whole Whale's Giving Tuesday 2020 prediction. Every year we predict what will happen, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Using the Whole Whale podcast, where we learn from leaders about new ideas and digital strategies making a difference in the social impact world. This podcast is a proud production of Whole Whale, a B Corp digital agency. Thank you for joining us. Now, let's go learn something. Carisha, thank you for joining me on our annual prediction podcast. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to have you on as, you know, frankly, guest co-host of the show because we, we, uh, we don't run into each other as much anymore. I know. It's, I'm happy to be here. I love doing these internal pods um, and I'm loving this green screen. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be because this green screen is awesome. I'm jealous. Can I, how can I get one? How can I get one? Well, you too, with a uh, easy purchase of some green fabric and a curtain rod can, uh, can be as cool as I am. So uh, behind me is our prediction that, drum roll, we believe that there's going to be an 18% increase year over year of what happened from 2019. So in December 1st, 2020, we believe that $605 million will be recorded as raised on Giving Tuesday, the day of giving that follows Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, I think is a thing, and Cyber Monday. So uh, this day of giving has been around since uh, at least 2013, maybe I think launched in 2012 potentially. But givingtuesday.org is where you go. That's where uh, you can register. We've been long-time fans, had them on the podcast, and are always trying to increase the awareness uh, and increase the ways people can find and act on the day of giving. So, Carisha, what do you think? Uh, how accurate do you think we are in this year? Because uh, we kind of crushed it last year, but what do you think about our accuracy this year? Yeah, I feel like it's pretty accurate. Although I'm a little optimistic that we'll raise a little bit more. I feel like a lot of donations to local organizations, especially around COVID and the election, um, will probably raise it even some, even more. Yeah, we'll talk about some of those indicators. And uh, just as a humble brag here, actually, it's, it's, I guess it's not humble when you're just directly bragging that last year we predicted that uh, $502 million would be raised and $511 was raised. So uh, that was uh, that was pretty darn accurate. And, uh, you know, sort of this year, this 90 million uh, increase over um, what we saw roughly uh, of last year is a pretty big increase, but actually is a little bit more pessimistic. Actually, in our modeling, we use a linear regression model looking at the past four years. Plus, we play into the uh, sort of effects of different current events and climates of giving and trends in giving this year, which actually has been showing that, you know, giving is, um, is down. Fundraisers are not performing as well because, frankly, of the pandemic and also some of the other factors. Uh, but search is up. There's actually more interest that we've seen on um, terms of Google trends and search behavior around the day of giving, which is a positive indicator that bumped us up, at least in the algorithm and, and, and model, I should say, that we run on making these fantastic predictions. So we'll see. So Carisha, um, this is the Vegas line uh, on, on the game. What do, you, what do you think? Where's your bet? Over, under? Or do you think we'll spike it <laughs> directly, directly on 605? Um, definitely not a spike on 605, but, <laughs> or at least pretty close. Um, yeah, I'd say maybe if I were to give a exact number, I'd push it up maybe 10 mil to 615, 620 around that ballpark. Mm -hmm. So you, you are a bit more optimistic. I, you know, I already mentioned we're a little pessimistic 
uh, a little bit here. And let me just start off by some of the other indicators that um, we've seen. And, and frankly, a big one is the is the larger giving trend uh, this year. As I already mentioned, uh, there's a recorded already in Q1, the AFP, um, the Fundraising Professionals Network uh, is showing a 6% decrease in uh, overall fundraising giving trends. And uh, on top of that, frankly, like U.S. unemployment is at like 10%. That's just more people with like more of a conservative mindset being like, I don't have a job right now. I'm not sure if I'm feeling like giving away a ton of money right now. I'm more in the like mindset of being helped by the nonprofit than helping the nonprofit. So, Carisha, give me a little on the on the plus column where your head's at when you're thinking we're being too conservative here. I think there, although it's a little bit of a pessimistic, like you said, with unemployment rate being down and overall giving trend being down, um, I do think there are some positives, like you said. So um, in August and September, like you said, those search trends have gone up year over year. Giving Tuesday is up 80% year over year, actually. Um, also in part due to that Giving Tuesday in May kind of trend that we had earlier on this year. So Giving Tuesday is definitely on people's minds and people are thinking about it, thinking about if it's going to happen again. And I think just that sheer facts could result in more fundraisers, more money given, and hopefully more money raised. Yeah, I, I definitely hear on that. And uh, the search incidents does mean that more nonprofits are potentially planning that, uh, which is important. Uh, one of the factors here is also that uh, kind of in relation to that, on May 5th this year in 2020, Giving Tuesday did a support COVID-19, which may have moved money from the actual day of giving or sort of uh, spread the spread the wealth in a, in a way that maybe you don't want if you're trying to have a big giving day um, in November. However, in, in December 1st, I mean, uh, I also think that's one of the reasons why search uh, maintained at a higher level of interest uh, for that period of time, which was surprising to me to, to see that. I was like, interesting. They sort of had this bump of awareness in the summer. So that could go either way uh, on that one. But I am saying that, you know what, if you had two Giving Tuesdays in a single year, that might be trouble in terms of uh, downward pressure, a negative indicator. Uh, what do you have on a, on a positive front there? Yeah, I think even due to COVID, a lot of efforts have been around digital fundraising, right? So people have been thinking about ways to continue fundraising, even if they can't go to these in-person events like galas, runs, walks, things like that. And I think that in that overall push around digital fundraising, organizations have kind of sharpened their thinking a little bit, right? Thinking about innovative ways, getting uh, more polling and perspective on what their users want, what their fundraisers, what people involved in their organization want. And because of that, I think nonprofits are just a little bit more ready as we kind of dive into some more digital fundraisings for Giving Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I like that. A negative factor is the, sadly, amount of disasters are, you know, in terms of natural disaster. This time of year is always a natural disaster time, right? We're talking hurricanes, we're talking floods, we're talking fires. I'm literally sitting in California where today I can't go outside because guess what? The state is on fire and you smoke makes it such that you can't go outside. So uh, as we move through these hurricanes and pieces that are going to be drawing, giving attention, moments of giving, uh, there may be a bit of fatigue, donor fatigue, um, by the time December 1st comes around and we're like, hey, you know, I already kind of gave to the, save the local this, 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 and that, uh, due to disasters hitting more and more swaths of, uh, frankly, uh, American geography. Uh, also on the fatigue point, I've noticed, that there seems to be an election this year. 
And frankly, there's unprecedented amounts of money. Now, here's the interesting thing, because, you know, back in 2016, I remember diving into this as well, is that election year giving traditionally doesn't impact nonprofit giving. Like you can look back historically, you're like, oh, it's like people have two different wallets. The one that gets the sort of riled up about their, you know, their candidate and the one that they're giving to on the other side. So I'm like, fine, but this feels unprecedented and combined with even, you know, just, uh, you know, in, in September, the passing of the sad passing of RBG uh, has led to unprecedented amounts of giving in just this moment, you know, in the, uh, the days uh, following, you know, Act Blue recording 50 million just like that overnight um, being given. So there, there may be a sort of uh, fatigue right? Uh, and people's sort of annual donations being, you know, kind of tallied up already on, uh, on election, election driven things to swing the Senate to, you know, mm-hmm. make impacts uh, at, at a political level. So that money may have already been put to work there. Yeah. Any other, yeah. Po- <laughs> any other positives? I feel like <laughs> a, I, I've taken, I've taken my, my lot here seriously. Yeah, I kind of feel like on the Flip side of that, a lot of local organizations have been getting some shine. Um, organizations that do work really just within their community of like, say, 10, 20 blocks, um, especially just from what I've been seeing on social media, a lot of people have been donating either through organizations' web pages or even through some GoFundMes um, with uh, the election coming up, all of these fires. Um, so I think that could kind of accelerate the giving process and people thinking, hey, like, I want to help my local organization, I want to help my community or a community that I relate to and is maybe a little bit further away from me that I want to help out. Um, so I have hope. I have hope in our well, local energy. So you're more of the mindset that this could be priming the pump rather than depleting the well. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that narrative. I like to always look on the bright side there. Uh, so you know, we started down this road of predictions and politics. And in 2016, there was a tremendous Trump bump in the sort of negative Mm -hmm. good way of giving to certain organizations as -hmm. they came under fire. I'm wondering what you sort of see as the effect, not I'm not asking you to say like, who's going to win? I'm saying let's model out like what happens if one side or the other wins and and what would you anticipate in terms of giving, you know, this, you know, this giving Tuesday predictions, but it's, you know, our end of year planning. What does that landscape look like? Yeah, um, I kind of been having some conversations internally with our team about kind of the guilt beyond election day and kind of maybe whoever you're voting for didn't go into office and you did all that you could to kind of help your party um, and they didn't win for whatever reason and kind of the the wake and the backsplash of that guilt happening beyond and moving into Giving Tuesday. So maybe your person didn't win, so you want to help out in other ways that this person was fighting for. Um, and I think that starts a lot with nonprofits and organizations that are doing, again, a lot of that local work. Um, just thinking generally about <laughs> the election, um, dependent on whoever wins. Yeah, so that, that carryover will be there regardless of red or blue of saying like in some way, shape or form on a local level, my person won or didn't win. Um, so it's either a continue the fight or start the fight type of messaging. And so in some respects, it's, um, you're, you're, you're optimistic on both sides. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That, that's simple. I like that. I'll buy that. <laughs> Let's talk about giving Tuesday tips. Like we've got this, uh, <laughs> awesome article that just frankly it shows up when you search giving tuesday ideas and so we take it seriously we take 
the, the work we do on that and putting in our best thinking and adding to it and refining it. Uh, so what are your, uh, we'll start off a favorite tip for Giving Tuesday in, in terms of getting ready as a nonprofit uh, for this day. What do, you, um, what do you put out there? What do you like? Yeah, um, I love utilizing social media, either organic or ads. Um, I'm an ads person, so I love ads. But <laughs> um, I think just utilizing people who have donated to you in the past or any kind of testimonials in your social, whether organic or paid, is always really helpful. Um, I think it really shows people just the kind of work that you're doing and how much impact it can have, either on the donor side, i.e. I donated and this is what my money went to and this is how I've been able to make an impact or um, on the more uh, person this could benefit side, i.e. I benefit from this organization and this is how your money can help me. Um, that kind of messaging I think always really helps out in terms of fundraising, especially. So I will say I have been really digging in to our thank four or more time strategy, meaning ah. we should be thanking our donors four or more times. Now, mm -hmm. uh, certainly you should be doing that for giving to Thank your donors after the fact, but how do we use thank you as a strategy as a lead up? Well, I'll tell you because one of our tips for thanking people is before the giving season, just before, maybe the week or so before, what I want you doing is sending a awesome thank you note to and personalized to your donors this year. They've given money. Thank you so much, right? Like you are awesome. This is Thanksgiving time. And frankly, you are giving and we are thankful. Now in there, you give a little story and then a, a by the way, someone like you who cares should be adding this to your calendar and helping us share it because you understand the work we do. Help us reach more people on Giving Tuesday. So the ask is not to give, it's to do the following. Add this event to your calendar, right? And that gets into our calendar tip, right? You can, you should, can create a little calendar event that says pops it on the day and with the giving information for your nonprofit and messaging people should share. So like suddenly, you know, it's going to ping them on their phone, on their computer, on their smartwatch, what have you, when that day uh, shows up and you're like, oh yeah, I meant to share this and do this. So what I want you doing, here's your goal, thank the donor and then get them to add that event to their calendar. Um, that That's probably my favorite right now. Yeah. I love that calendar idea. Cause let me tell you, if it's not on my calendar, I don't remember. <laughs> and even if it is on my calendar, I'm probably going to forget it half the time, but yeah, exactly. So having it really at the top of mind of people every day, you go check your calendar. Oh, it's Giving Tuesday. Oh, this organization is having this thing. Oh, maybe I should donate. Uh, definitely a ripple effect there. All right. Wait, give me, give me one. We got, we have over 30, 32 <laughs> or three of these things at this point. So throw a dart, hit one. What do you got? Um, I like matching gifts. I think that's really fun. Here at Whole Whale, we did matching gifts um, for organizations earlier this year as Black Lives Matter um, started to really become mainstream. Um, and I think that's a great way to not only promote uh, your own kind of donation to an organization, but also encouraging others. Um, and again, that uh, personal testimonial, I think is really unmatched. If your friend is donating, hey, why isn't your other friend donating? Um, and kind of really getting into uh, your donors inner circles. I think it's a lot deeper um, than we realize. Uh, and we have a good podcast episode about it too with Double Good. So check that episode out. Nice. That's right. We do have that episode. Alrighty. What do I want to say? Oh, I know one. We're... Um... So go check out this podcast for sure. We just did with The Giving Block, uh, who's putting on Bitcoin Tuesday, which frankly is Giving Ooh. Tuesday, but for crypto donations. So 
go get set up on that, right? It's not going to be as much money, but it's a new audience. It's an excuse to learn a little bit more. I am very bullish on the long-term inevitability of cryptocurrency. Uh, I just can't tell you when and which one. So that is why I am uh, not going to be rich as a result. However, there are people who at the end of the year have some Bitcoin burning a hole in their wallets, quite literally. They're like, all right, let's you know trim the fat. And then if it goes up, uh, they like to give it because it immediately comes off as a tax deduction. So if you can get your donation page set up and make yourself an option, and especially I'd say if you have a good brand, that could be a different avenue uh, audience uh, to attract into your, into your giving. So Bitcoin Tuesday, uh, check it out. And we also have a, a podcast episode with them. So go to wholewell.com slash podcast and uh, pick that one up, the giving block uh, that we did with them. We yeah. got Carisha. See, I like the idea of price anchoring as well. Um, one of our clients just ran um, some donor donation fundraising event online, um, priced around the uh, how much it costs to run a research grant or get a researcher grant um, for their organization. And I really like that. Their anchor was $200,000. Um, and having that kind of, again, that tangible impact that maybe a $20 donation could have um, on that larger idea, that larger goal of reaching the organization's goal, I think is really great. Um, so maybe you can't raise $200, but you can give 20 um, to hopefully reach that goal. All righty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close it out with one that is off, off script because I've okay. been researching this because I have to make sure it's, it's doable before I put it onto, uh, onto the website where obviously things are set in stone. Okay. So follow me on this. Do you know the site Cameo, cameo.com? No, what is that? So that's where you can basically pay for like D C rated, you know, D rated celebrities to say a message, right? So you can pay, you know, a couple hundred bucks to have Gilbert Gottfried say like happy birthday to you for some silly message, oh, no. right? That you send along. Here's the thought. You okay. have a celebrity that's hopefully semi-relevant or at least ironic. <laughs> say a message. <laughs> with regard to thanking for Giving Tuesday or participate in Giving Tuesday, you jerk, and do that because whatever. So come up with a little bit of a funny script or a hook and bake that into your Giving Tuesday, Get a donate and get a message. And as you're like, what? People are sending out messages from so-and-so? Um, can you be a funny reason to donate in order to hear this, this thank you message that may be irreverent or funny and uh, gives you a little bit of content. Now, I did some research. You do have a sort of like 30-day rights of use non-commercial. Now, for a nonprofit, I'm pretty sure it's non-commercial because you're not technically selling it. And mm. maybe you like, you know, ask forgiveness after the fact because you're a C3. Um, mm. But I'm checking it out and I'm talking to the people over there. But I think there's a way to kind of do that. Um, and even okay, if not, okay. you can maybe reach out to a celebrity for that kind of message anyway. Yeah. Okay. That a little dipping your toe into that influencer marketing. I see you, George. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to do the hip things the kids do on the, on, on the internets. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some stuff there. All right. We talked about Giving Tuesday, the prediction that it will be 605 million for the record. We're betting a dollar, Carisha. She has the over. I have the, uh, I have the under or at, um, just to be fair. <laughs> Uh, there are reasons for and against. We hope that you are planning to participate on Giving Tuesday. We're hoping that you're planning to give to great organizations on the day because the rising tide lifts all ships. I truly believe that on that um, and making sure that it kicks off your giving and it isn't the beginning, middle, and end of your end of your fundraising. Last thoughts, Carisha, what do you got? Donate, vote. 
<laughs> vote for God's sakes, go vote. Yeah. That's it. If you have any questions about voting, Vote Save America. Go check that out. Vote Save America uh, for, for information on anything regarding voting. Trust them. They have good, good data. Don't forget to wash your hands. Wear a mask, please. Yep. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe. PSAs. All righty. We, we, we PSA'd the heck out of this one. Virtual high five, Carisha. We did it. Hey. This episode of No More, wholewhale.com slash podcast. Go find those resources. We have a press release. We've got a great little image that you can download and share. And uh, thank you. This has been Using the Whole Whale podcast. If you want to keep learning more about these topics and others, head on over to wholewhale.com slash university to keep learning with us. Thanks as always to gregthomasmusic.org for his tunes that underwrite our tracks. They're fantastic. Hope you're doing well, Greg. And just a reminder, subscribes really help us on any platform that you listen to us on. Please give a thought to click and subscribe and maybe even a comment because we like hearing from you. 